0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of the BrassCast. I'm Jay Adams, one of the co-founders of Brass. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking all about our upcoming launch of inclusive sizing. We're so excited to be increasing our size range to serve more women sizes extra, extra small to 3x starting this Friday, February 1st. We're starting off with five of our best selling styles, and we'll be adding more styles and more sizes throughout the year. So we just wanted to give you all a behind the scenes look at what it took to get us here. We'll start off talking to Katie Demo, my co-founder, and Janine Stafford, our head of brand and retail, and share some of our intentions and motivations behind adding more sizes. And then we'll talk to Katherine Roll, our size 18-20 fit model, and she'll talk about her job as a fit model and her thoughts on the evolution of the plus category within the fashion industry. And then last, we'll hear from Helena Romanovsky, our technical designer, about the actual step-by-step process of adding sizes 1X to 3X, and how Brass approached this a bit differently than your typical fashion brand. We hope you enjoy and learn something new from this episode. Uh, This is a totally new experience for us. Again, the official launch is this coming Friday, February 1st, and this is just the first step in the process of adding more styles and sizes. So we always want to hear from you. If you have feedback or ideas for us, please email us, info at or send us a DM on Instagram. We are at brasscoating and we hope you enjoy the episode. All right. So first off, I just wanted to kind of ask um, Katie and Janine a little bit about what you guys are excited for the launch. So excited! <laughs> and Janine, actually, maybe um, do you want to start off by talking a little bit about how it is
1: that we actually decided that we this was something that we wanted to do? Yeah, I mean, I think that the origin date I keep going back and forth in content of like, okay, how long have we really been working and thinking about this? And I think it's something that we've aspired to do for a long time. Um, as we'll get into, obviously, in the rest of the episode, there's a lot of hurdles and challenges um, that we think are well worthwhile, but that come with extending sizing. And so um, when we really started thinking about this about six months ago, it was really about being able to offer what we think is our real value, which is this simplification and um, allowing women to have more space in their lives to really focus on what matters. And we just want to bring that to more women. So that really inspired us, I think.
0: Yeah, totally. Um,
1: Katie, also, I was
0: thinking maybe we could share a little bit about the experience having worked with Katie Muirhead in particular, because I think that that was like really eye opening to us in terms of like what it was that our customer really wanted from us.
2: Yeah, that was actually a really um, awesome and eye opening experience, as you said. So, um, back in the spring, we launched a couple of new pieces, um, probably pieces of Closets right now, the all day set, the essential dress, and um, the non stop top were a couple really um, fan favorites. And we worked with a new model from New York named Katie Mirhead. and she was about a size eight, um, like an 810, and wore like a, a large in most of our pieces. And um, it was really incredible to watch actually. Um, how our sales really changed, um, after launching with this model, Katie, we had been primarily selling extra small and small, medium sizes. And, um, after we, um, Started working with Katie and having her photos on our website, all of a sudden we were selling way more larges and extra larges, um, so much so that we were running out of inventory and kind of had to change the way we were doing our um, our buys, which was really cool. I mean, it was just super eye-opening for us because it made us realize, okay, the you know there's this huge market out there of people who want to um, actually see themselves reflected on the the websites that they're buying, and um, And for us, it was just this, you know, just this kind of opportunity to be like, okay, we know our mission is to serve women. And it was a great chance for us to be like, but are we serving all women right now? And I think that we kind of, you know, asked ourselves that hard question and said, you know, we're really leaving a lot of people out and that's not brass. Um, we're here to serve all women. And so um, it was, it became like a very easy decision for us to be like, okay, well, we have to extend our sizes. Um, we have to be more inclusive um, so that we can really represent women as a whole.
0: Yeah. I think that that
2: was, you know, was something that we were
0: aware of before, but it would just became like that much more apparent, especially because with the way that, you know, we perceive of size, I, a lot of women were perceiving Katie as being plus, um, despite her being you know, size eight, ten, And so they had an expectation in seeing like ads and seeing photos of her on Instagram and Facebook that we were carrying sizes that we weren't. Um, so I think that was just like really interesting.
1: Yeah. And yeah. I, to add to that, like, I think that as a group that tries to be really thoughtful in the way that we're talking to women, it became really difficult, even in some of our languaging, um, to, you know, stand behind the mission of our brand without that product to, like, back it up for, like, these this, like, huge uh,
0: group of people. Totally. It's another thing, like, that we've been thinking a lot about, too, in terms of what kind of terminology or words that we want to use. And I actually would love to hear from you, Janine, in terms of, like, you know, telling the women a little bit about why we're not really using the words plus and why we're using inclusive and some of the thought that's behind that.
1: Yeah, I think... We've spent a lot of time looking at, like you said, both the product and the messaging that's out there. And I think um, given this period of time, kind of like you insinuated at the beginning, uh, that you know more women are asking for inclusive sizing. We're talking a lot about diversity and representation, which I think is so valid. Um, and so we really wanted to take the perspective of rather than... Um, we always like to approach our product and our messaging as if we are providing a service because that's really what we believe that we do. So instead of using words like plus or separating, we just really wanted to include um, women both in our product and our sizing and our messaging and our imagery. Um, And I think that we just really were inspired to take a more straightforward perspective um, that not only because this inclusive size launch, while it does primarily focus on us extending sizes up to 3x. We're also ensuring that those products um, that were are in our first collection are also going down to an extra extra small because we do get a lot of requests there and really making it feel like all women are a part of our brass community rather than there's still this separation of you are straight size, you are plus size, you are, you know, extended size. Um, It's just really important to make it feel welcoming to me. Um, Yeah.
0: Yeah, Yeah, totally. Yeah. I think it'll be really interesting to see how that shift happens within the industry as a whole too. Um, And those are interesting conversations that we've had both with our model Ren and then our fit model Catherine as well. And what that's like, you know, there there are positives and negatives to terminology because it can obviously help you like as a shopper to know that something is or is not available in your size. But at the same time, like we're all just women and we all just have bodies and let's just make it all feel more cohesive and like you said, less separated. Yeah. All right. Well, any other last thoughts that you guys wanted to contribute before we head off to our interviews with Helena and Catherine?
1: Mm -hmm. I am just so excited.
2: <laughs> Me too. I'm so excited and I have to say we've been getting like some sneak peek photos of influencers in um in our new size range and they are like incredible, like amazing I and know. so exciting to see. Um and also like for you women who are um you know starting to buy the extended sizes, please like send us your pics. We're so excited um and we're just like dying to see you guys in the clothes
1: yeah and I think even piggybacking off of that like we want to hear your feedback too like we really are I know a lot of women are going to be new to brass and I just really think it's important for women to know and I think some of our community members can vouch for the fact that we really are open to like continuing this conversation offline and learning um because brass exists because of the women who shop from us and wear our product and
0: talk to us. <laughs> a thousand percent. Yeah. it's totally. a really good note to leave off on because obviously to the point of like inclusivity, it's like, we're ending at a size 26 for now. Um, and this is like the first of more products that will be coming out, more styles will be coming out in extended sizes. But this really, to Janine's point, this really is a two-way street. Obviously we need to like keep, you know, expanding and, and exploring what that word inclusivity means and adding more sizes and we want to know. So definitely reach out to us at any time info at brassclothing.com. You can find us on Instagram, DM us if you have thoughts or feedback, if we are still not serving you in your size, like we want to know that. Um, because the impetus in us uh adding these sizes was because women asked for it. And um that is one thing that I'll say to everyone out there is like if you feel like a brand that you love is not serving you tell them, like you should tell them. And if a brand really cares about their customer and cares about um, their community base, like they will listen and they should listen because you know what, you're the one that's paying for, for the product. Um, So keep it up. And um, we look forward to hearing more from you guys. Well, guys, I'm here with Catherine Roll, our fit model for our additional sizes, sizes 16 through 26. And we're going to go through talking a little bit more
3: about what it means to be a fit model. So Catherine, thanks for doing this. Thank you so much for having me. This is wonderful. I'm excited to be part of this.
0: Yeah, we're so excited for you to tell our customers a little bit more about the process. And I thought it'd be great if you could just start off by
3: telling everyone a little bit about your work experience and how you got into fit modeling. Absolutely. So, uh, fit modeling sort of found me, I would say. Uh, I started modeling when I was a teenager, doing mostly local shows um, around the area where I grew up, and uh, shows in terms of runway shows and little shoots here and there, uh, and decided to pursue work in New York. So, I took my portfolio to New York City in 2009, went to some of the top agencies in New York, uh, was kind of just knocking on doors and making appointments. And uh, ended up signing with the agency that I am currently with. Uh, so I've been with them for, it was just 10 years this January. And uh, I've also ended up signing with uh, different agencies in the country um, for different forms of, of modeling. But mostly fit is what I do. So I kind of got into fit, not really knowing what it was, but was given, um, was going out on go-sees for fit modeling and found out that it's really part of the technical production side of things which was really interesting to me um, I always had an interest in fashion and in fashion design um, and styling and things like that so um, basically fit is is a, a fit model is a living breathing mannequin you know we kind of we, we try on clothes and we discuss how they fit how they feel how they're gonna be interpreted by different cu- uh, customers and uh, when I say we're kind of the living, breathing mannequin, because the, the clothes are fit on our bodies. So the sleeve lengths, the waist, the bust, the hip, the dress size, everything like that is really fit on the fit model specific proportions. And fit models come in all different shapes and sizes. There's petite, there's plus, there's, uh, you know, curvy, there's a junior plus sort of division. Uh, so there's lots of different um, fit models. And of course, male fit models. There's children as well because every when you think about it really every designer every company needs some sort of standard to work you know against it's been a really exciting ride and I love being able to um, work with design teams and feel that I'm sort of part of that behind the scenes
0: production it's been so great working with you and especially being able to kind of build off of and learn from your experience working with so many different brands and just like your understanding of clothing and fit in general, Um, you've provided so much valuable feedback and insight and really that's, you know, definitely baked into the product that's going to be going out to customers soon. So, so another question that I wanted to kind of talk about is, um, you know, like as a quote unquote plus woman, um, you know, do you have thoughts or feelings in terms of the terminology or, you know, use of plus and that category within the industry? Because that's something that we've definitely been exploring internally. um, And, you know, trying to think intentionally about the language that we're using.
3: Yeah, um, you know, we hear the word plus size a lot. And I would say that um, probably 15, 20 years ago, um, in terms of fashion, plus was kind of frumpy, dumpy, you know, potato sack looking things just for the larger woman. And no one was really giving her the tailored, sophisticated, fashionable clothing that we've desired all along. So I think that the industry as a whole has really evolved from that, that word plus to kind of more so the curvy, fuller figured, um, sort of, you know, just sexy plus size woman, um. And I just, I feel like the word plus doesn't have a a negative effect on me. It's just, I think that it's so much more than just being a larger frame. Um, Again, you can be curvy. You can have larger hips, smaller bust, vice versa. Um, So when I'm shopping for clothes, it's really important that I find things that are catering to my body. Now, I don't have a perfect body by any means. I do have to have specific proportions for my job. Uh, but, and to try to keep those specs as best as possible, but, um, my waist is a little bit smaller than my hip, for example. So when I'm shopping, it's really important that I'm fitting the largest part of my body and then potentially altering my clothing to fit the smaller parts, but, uh, versus, you know, buying something that's two sizes too small so that it fits my waist and then it's tight everywhere else. That's something that's right. a big pet peeve of mine with other women in the industry, unfortunately, or just women in general, you know, not being able to find things that really um, fit their their frame. So it's, um, you know, I just think that it's important to, um, to not put yourself in that, you know, category of only being able to shop one size. It's okay to shop a size up and then alter clothes down to you. So that's what my experience has been. And that's what um, kind of how I shop. Um, And I'm glad that other companies and yours included, you know, have now evolved and are um, having larger sizes and not just being um, a straight size market. You know, again, we want to wear fashionable clothes and things that fit well. So I think it's just so great that different companies are now starting to incorporate larger sizes for curvier people.
0: Yeah, totally. That's a really good tip. I think like, as women, no matter really, no matter your size, um, afraid of the number or the letter of the piece of clothing. And it's like, rather than be concerned with that, it's you should be more concerned with like thinking about the fit, how you feel, and what's comfortable. And to your point, um, being open minded to tailoring garments if needed. Exactly.
3: Um, right. Or just, like, or just being being open to shopping outside of um you know the straight size a lot of people again are kind of thinking that that plus size market is still those those frumpy oversized shirts and dresses when in reality it's it's not that um I think again a lot of designers are catering to a more curvy body type now so it's good to just shop outside um straight size or plus size um areas of a store you know because you never know you just have to kind of It's just good to try on different designers, different styles, and to see what really works for you, because everybody is different, and everybody is beautiful, so you just have to dress it accordingly.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that's what we're most excited about in particular for what we're putting out there, because it feels like within sort of that plus category, there are two kind of opposites. You've got like sort of the Fashion Nova bodycon look on one side, and then you've kind of got like you know, the oversized bag on the other side. And it's like, (laughs) there's a whole lot of other, there's a whole lot of other shapes and silhouettes in between those. And, um, being able, and I also feel, I'm sorry, go ahead. No. Yeah. Being able to just, you know, put that out there, put a different, um, or put a silhouette or put different styles out there that are a little bit
3: harder to find within
0: the plus market is really exciting for us.
3: Absolutely. And frankly, quality kind of falls into that same category. You can shop the Fashion Nova and the Forever 21s and Charlotte Russe and all those uh, companies that have that offer plus sizes now. But I mean, you're you're really paying for something that maybe wasn't fit on a fit model that maybe was just graded up from their straight sizes versus a company that's going to maybe charge a little bit more because of the quality of the fabric. And because they do fit on a fit model, they take that time to really cater to their their customer and to make sure that the customer is wearing something that is fitting them properly and that's really going to flatter them. Um, so if that means paying a little bit extra, frankly, I think that it's great. Um, and especially with brass, you guys have those essential pieces um, and like those foundations, you know, that, that every woman needs in her closet. And it's just important to have those. It's just an easy thing to reach for. You know it's going to fit. You can dress it up, dress it down. Um, so I think you guys are, are definitely onto something in terms of quality also. Um, and even if it's at a higher price point, than maybe the Fashion Nova or the Forever 21, it's worth it. It doesn't need to be fast fashion. It can be right. something that's hanging in your closet season after season, but you're able to wear it year round. So wouldn't right. you, you know, prefer that to see more wear out of it versus you wear something a few times and then it's, you know, it's gone. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. Worth making an investment in a piece that you absolutely. For- yep. Yeah. Um, I would also just love to hear a little bit more um, from your point of view about how you feel like the plus industry has changed in the last few years in particular and where you think things are
3: going. Yeah, um, in terms of of modeling, um, we've seen so much diversity in the past few years. Um, We've seen models of different uh, ethnicities, body shapes, um, heights, proportions. Um, you're seeing people that have ex- extreme ex- or, you know i would call them extreme curves but you know someone that is more pear shaped or more hourglass shape um or even apple shaped you know whatever uh, fruit you want to right is, but, um, you know different shapes versus that uh kind of in the back back of the day it was kind of you know a 14 was the, the size that shot the most campaigns and the, the standard to, to live up to. But now you're seeing size 18s, 20s, 22s, even in in campaigns for different companies. And a lot of um, photographers and producers aren't even airbrushing pictures anymore. So I feel like this this vision of, of what beauty is um, and the standard has just completely changed because it's really about accepting yourself and about the confidence that comes with accepting yourself um and I'm just I'm loving that and I hope that the industry continues to evolve and to um, include different body shapes and sizes and ethnicities um and to really just show that again every body is beautiful and it's really about the confidence that you have in the skin you're in and I think it's wonderful where the industry has been and where it is now and I can't wait to see what really happens in the future
0: well and we're excited to be able to have you on our website so women can connect and get to know you a little better and we're excited to be able to work with you in the future and get you out from behind the scenes and in front of
3: the camera too (laughs) absolutely me too i'm excited i'm just i love the clothing i love working with you guys and this experience has been wonderful i'm so excited to see what the future holds
0: well thank you so much Catherine. i really appreciate you taking the time to
3: talk with us and share some more info with our customers Thanks so much, Jay. This is wonderful,
0: and best of luck to you guys. We are here with our technical designer, Helena Romanovsky, and she is going to answer a few questions about um, our fit process and how it is that we extended our size range. So I thought it would be great if you could start off and tell everyone a little bit about your background and your work
4: experience and how it is that you... Um, came to do this job well um, I started long ago when after school I decided that I want to be a designer and then I went and worked for House of Design and worked with the designers and saw what they know and how they do things and realized that I don't want to be a designer I want to be the person who makes what designers mm-hmm. envision so got my degree uh, went to working, and um, I worked in the big companies and small companies. I worked w- on women's wear, um, on sweaters and on wovens, pants, dresses, you name it. I worked on it, even lingerie. So, and I worked on men's wear, which I do now. So, um, that's you've done
0: it all. Yes. <laughs> um, and so I also wanted to tell everyone a little bit about the process of what it takes to take a drawing and a design um, into becoming an actual physical product because I think that's something a lot of people don't understand mm-hmm. um, so you know we start off with having a sketch um and an idea of what the designer actually wants to make. And then you are then taking that and creating the tech pack, which is like the blueprint. Mm-hmm. Um, and that gets sent over to our factory in China. Um, but then once that sample comes back to us, uh, maybe we can talk a little bit about what the fit process is like and what a fit session actually is with our model.
4: Well, it's very um, team work environment where you have to start usually you will start with um, what it, the garment looks on the model how is is that what designer wanted is that the idea that designer wanted to bring to the customer um, so we listen to what designer wants to change and then we go into actual fitting to make sure the garment is comfortable and you could live in it not just stay in it so we look at the balance if the um, garment sits correctly on the body where the shoulder seams are where the side seams are is it hiking is it drooping is it simple things is it too tight or too loose can you reach for the handle can you step down the stairs can you sit in it is the pant Um, drop down on your seat and it's uncomfortable? Can you walk? Is the rise too long when you walk and it's not letting you do that? When you raise your arm, is the sleeve moving with it or the sleeve stays and not letting you raise your arm? So we're looking Mm. at all of those things. And then we we, we pin, we cut, we measure, we take pictures and then um, I take all that information with me and I'll write comments to overseas factory. I explain what we saw. I explain what we want to see. I Explain what they need to do, how they need to do it. Um, since I am a pattern maker, and it's my background, I could talk the same language with a pattern maker overseas. He will do the revisions, and the next sample is going to be better, um, and could be even approvable to go into production. Um, but a lot of times he has questions uh, or he doesn't agree with me and I have to explain my point of view and he has to explain his. And then the next sample comes. Hopefully we all have he, and we approve it. If not, the process repeats itself.
0: Right. Yeah.
4: I mean, there's a lot of steps to it. I yeah, think that people don't. We, I said it very fast, uh, believe me, but <laughs> in reality it's not.
0: Yeah, it takes a lot of time. I think the average consumer doesn't understand the amount of time that goes into actually putting a product out into the world, um, especially when you really are trying hard to put things out there that you know women are going to wear over and over again and are hopefully going to be in their wardrobe for a long time.
4: Favorite piece.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, so, and part of that, you know, in in particular with adding sizes sixteen to twenty six. Um, you know it's not just a, a simple grading from our typical size eight so our our fit model for our Missy or our straight sizes is a size six eight and you know we are grading the pattern down to a size double zero and then up to a size 14 but um, I'd love if you could talk a little bit about the importance and why it is that you we have to make separate patterns and why the grading has to be different for um, sizes 16 to 26
4: well a lot of companies come to realize now that they can't just grade up to 3x 4x or 26 or 28 they can't and the reason is that um, the regular Missy body um, is different from the size of women's body so For that reason, because of the posture, because of the different way the woman stands up or walks, we have to make a different pattern. Different pattern, again, the same process. We make it for model size, which is 18 or 20. Um, And the reason people pick the model size that is kind of in between the sizes in the middle, the best, is because when you grade the pattern up or down, you always um, have a little bit of tolerance that could make it too small or too big. When the size, when your basic size is in the middle, you have less choice, less chance of making that mistake. Um, it grades proportionately. The same with the plus size, You um, you pick a model, you grade it, you go through the same process as, as of, for the fit. But that's why it was so great to have
0: somebody like Catherine, our fit model, who has so much experience, I think, and like, you know, she's really able to communicate and be a part of the process. And give us
4: the feedback about this style or that style, would she wear it this way, would she wear it that way? Right. You have to make sure that the same way the Missy Model or missy category, um, customer wears that pant. We should make it look the same way, even right. if it measures different.
0: Yeah, 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 totally. I think that really speaks to the to an element of the brand as well. With brass, is like we we talk about. We want to do a lot of the thinking for our customer, so she doesn't have to. And you know, there's a lot of thought and consideration that goes into all these details in the fitting to make sure that you know. Every woman, whether she's a size double zero or a size 3X, is getting the same product, the same quality of fit, the same look, the same drape, all of that stuff. And it really is a lot of little steps and considerations to get there. The other thing that I wanted to touch on was our sizing, like how we did our sizing a little bit differently than, um, other companies. A lot of companies are, they separate their Missy or straight sizes. So like double zero up to 14 or oftentimes even just to 12. Right. And then if they, if they are even going to do quote unquote plus size, then they're going to go size 14 or 16 up to 26, 20, 30. And, Um, it was important for us to try to make, we don't, you know, we really want our size guide to work more seamlessly. Took the words out of my mouth. (laughs) And for it to be more cohesive and for it to be more inclusive so that it doesn't feel like two different
4: categories. Um, A lot of stores and the companies, or online stores, have some sizes that overlap and the customer doesn't know is she gonna go and buy the dress in 26 macy or 26 plus size and nobody could explain to them if you're in the store most of the times they won't explain to you the difference right we set up our size calculated our size graded all our size breaks Um, that goes from Missy into a plus size category without, without any woman left out. Anybody could pick a size. It doesn't matter if it's on the left side with extra extra small or on the right side with 3x or um, numeric. There is no woman that is left out of that line.
0: Yeah. I think it's cool I'm like I'm proud that we did that and it's a little bit different than what you'll see for most brands but um hopefully we will it makes it easier for women to shop with yeah us. she
4: doesn't have to think yeah if that measurement goes with me it doesn't matter what size it is yeah
0: yeah exactly and then I guess the last question I just wanted to ask you is, what are you most excited about with the addition of extended sizing and, you know, are there any parts of the process that you feel really proud of or excited about?
4: Well, the whole idea I'm very happy about and the whole idea that Ross um, never ever said to me no we're not going to do that we're going to be like everybody else we don't need a plus-size woman we don't need to do that no 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 i am very happy that when i said we need a different model we need to think about how we include everybody we need to fit we need to discuss and the world yes we should we don't want to leave every, anybody um i am looking forward to see a whole collection started like summer to winter to see how um, the same flow goes for plus size as uh, flow for um, Mises size. You see the same sweaters, the same shirts, the same tanks, the same dresses, pants. It's really, really exciting. And uh, when I'm here in the office, I could see people coming in for an appointment. It's not just Two, size two coming in for an appointment. It could be anybody. Yeah,
0: I know. That's going to be so awesome. Cool. Well, thank you very much for your time, Helena, and of course for all your hard work on this. And can't wait to get it out in the world and for women to have the clothes. You're welcome. Well, there you have it. Hopefully, you learned a bit more about the process of adding more sizes for a small brand. As always, you can email us info at or DM us on Instagram if you have thoughts on this episode or topics you'd like us to explore in the future. Uh, we always love hearing from you. So hopefully you enjoyed this and have a great night. We'll talk soon.